At the T-minus three-minute mark, tape recorders on board the spacecraft were turned on. These recorders record both voice and data. operating at Burlington, Vermont, 105.9 The Radiator, The Rocket Shop. I'm your host, Tom Proctor. And with me tonight is Jake Warman, a.k.a. Pissant. Hi, friends. How's it going? How's it going, Jake? It's going pretty well. Can't, can't complain. I love the rain, and uh, the temperature's not too bad. I have a little bit of a cold, so I apologize if I come out a little nasally. Summer cold's the worst. It is the worst. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with the rain only due to the fact apparently it's going to be nice next week. Fingers um, crossed. Yeah, right. Uh, I'm kind of getting a bit fed up with this August weather. Hey, I mean, at least you don't have to haul compost in like 89 degree weather. As soon as it gets cold, I love it. Life. Maybe, maybe I do that for fun. I mean, that would be that would surprise me because <laughs> I do it for work. I mean, for it's the, a little fun. For the record, I, I don't. Um, uh, Jake, we usually get going with a song so everyone can kind of figure out what you're about. So do you want to uh, kick us off with a tune? Absolutely. This is a song called Be a Man. Doors closed tonight But I wanna feel the wind Cutting across my bare skin Heading for the skyline out of sight There seems to be something toxic all around me Turning me into a monster, not a man Man. Grow up, you told me, son, and buy yourself a little plot of land Build yourself a castle and dedicate it to your manhood Tell me that I have been a good father No, I never understood I understood, even though I never understood Dedicated to your manhood Tell me 
I have been a good father No, I never understood I understood Even though I never understood Yeah Even though I never understood it's funny, despite that song, I have a pretty decent relationship with my father. He doesn't really understand, but, you know, what parent does? <laughs> I was going to say, there's a lot of acts in that, that song. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. How was writing that for you? Oh, it was really tough. I tend to do this thing where I write about exactly what I'm feeling, and I was feeling particularly not great about what was going on with my family. I'd, the last day of my tour got spoiled over some wacky family stuff I won't get into, but... So you wrote your feelings. Exactly. Um, that's, is, that, is that generally how you uh, create most of your songs? Are you, are you kind of like spur of the moment? It's very much spur of the moment. I can't force any sort of songwriting. Things just sort of come out of me when they can. One moment. Oh, I just don't want my tea to fall over. I apologize. Anyway, so let me see what I got next for you here. Oh, okay. So now I got to reach down again. I need to find a way to attach all of these things. I need like a utility necklace I can attach stuff to so I can grab it. Exactly, exactly. Here, here, here's another pretty sad song for you. It's called Too Young, and I'll, I'll explain a little bit about it uh, after the song. Oops, I'm messing up already. <laughs> We can hold these feelings inside anymore And we'll see by and by That this feeling will never die And here I am as a friend And I will carry you into the dark And we'll see in every way darkness to the day You know it's very sad that you're gone Taken from this earth way too young And I'll always hold the memory of you, dear And play those songs you love to hear And I hope you are mine if I Shed a little tear in your honor because I miss you. The implication was never clear. Here I am, head in hands, waiting for the rain to come. Knowing someday I may fly through the darkness, be by your side.
You know it's very sad that you're going Taken from this earth way too young And on the way it's all the memory of you, dear And play those songs you love to hear And play those songs you never hear Yeah! <laughs> so there's that one, a little bit sad. What, what was that one called again? That one's called Too Young. It's about a friend of mine a couple years ago that overdosed from heroin. Really, really sad affair. And I literally picked up the guitar the moment after I got off the phone with my friend who told me, and I wrote that song. And songwriting and music has really always been a good way for me to deal with what I'm going through and what I need to process and helps me put words to things I can't often put words to. You've got other, other tracks of references. Uh you know, drugs and whatnot, the latest one came out, Little Pink Pills, is that, is that along the same lines, or is that on, is it about narcotics at all? It is, um, so uh, back in high school, I had a problem with opiates, and the pills I used to get from this kid on my bus were these little pink pills, and I wrote a song, um, I, ha I haven't done those drugs in a really long time, but I just wrote a song processing that time in my life that I never really had a chance to process, and it felt good to just like get it out in the open and say things that I felt scared or ashamed to say, but they're just part of everyone's experience. Uh, I will say, looking at your band camp, um, I really, really like the artwork. You've got so many of your, your, um, your singles, and the, the, also the names of the tracks are fantastic, or the, the EPs are great as well, Greenco Town. Oh, Grinko Town. Oh, so it's so it's it's it's. Uh, I I might have put an R in there. It's Ginkgo Town. So Ginkgo is a kind of leaf uh, that grows, and you're supposed to be able to put it into a tea to help your memory. But we always joke that uh, there's not a lot of people who have very good memories in Burlington for various reasons. <laughs> I can't imagine why, but uh, so we were like, oh, in a town full of ginkgo, all we can find are spunions, which is a phrase I don't feel like I need to explain. <laughs> Um, who does your artwork, by the way? Because, yeah, some of these, some of the, the covers for these singles are fantastic. I do everything myself. Uh, I, I went to school originally for graphic design. It's something I like to do and I'm passionate about. I make posters and logos and all sorts of other stuff uh, that I like to do. Um, and it's funny because when, even when I had other people in my band, I was kind of always the one doing everything. I, I'm like, come on, guys, let's record. Come on, everyone, let's, uh, let me make some art. Check this out, check this out. And... Uh, Eventually, at some point, I'm going to put out another album. I have an entire album. It's some of the best work I've ever done, and I just re-listened to the tracks a while ago. And I'm so excited to put it out. So if anyone out there knows how to um, master uh, Logic X Pro tracks, hit me up. <laughs> hit me up at Pissan. I want to get this album done. But well, I was going to say, you. Um, so kind of piggybacking off the comment, you said you know you're the driving force behind uh, your band. Mm -hmm. uh, when there was, what, there was three of you? So the, ba the band at a time had as many as five members. Okay. Uh, so we've gone through a lot of, of lineup changes here and there for various reasons, people moving on with their life. Uh, but the original three were me, Merlin, and Kendra. And 
uh, we just had a fantastic sound together. We just really vibed so well, and it was just such a wonderful, you know, group to have. I've never felt so comfortable in a band environment, and we just had a lot of fun doing what we were doing. We were all songwriters, but something I always had to do is I had to, you know, book all the shows. I had to make all the artwork, and it's not necessarily that anyone was making me do that. I totally just took it upon myself, mm-hmm. and any of my ex-bandmates will tell you I'm a little bit of a control freak, but <laughs> we've had upright bass. We've had banjo, accordion, viola, um, all sorts of instruments on on my album that I want to have coming out, we're going to have all, you know, tambourine washboard, harmonica, guitar, bass, ukulele. We're going to, it's, you know, it's a cacophony of sound and that's why I need someone to help me put it all together, make sense what, of what it. What would be your dream setup? Like how many, how many members of the band, what instruments would be that kind of dream uh, ideal setup? So my dream band would be me just singing. Not that I don't love playing instruments, but I would love to just sing so I can like roll around the stage. I want to sing, I want a guitar player, uh, a banjo player, an accordion player, and one horn player of literally any variety. I don't care if it's tuba. I just feel like horns make everything better. That's very much the truth. Uh, my roommate plays in a, uh, a band with trumpet, trombone, and an MC. No way. Yeah, so That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. Trumpet or trombone or tuba. Or, you know, it. let's stick in a French horn. I met a guy who plays a hurdy-gurdy the other day, and I was like, if you ever want to play music, let me know. I'll let you play hurdy-gurdy in my band. <laughs> Um, going back to that previous comment, though, yes. um, if you you do quite a lot, there was a real flurry of activity last a start last summer, uh, going all the way to um, about October. It looked like mm-hmm. where you you got an EP out, you you toured extensively, um, you've got a few singles out. Obviously, you're showing off posters and whatnot as well. Uh, yeah, tell me about last summer. What happened there? So I was unemployed. Mm-hmm. I was having a great time. I had all this free time to do all the music stuff that I wanted to. I had access to a lot of different musicians. Uh, Unfortunately, we had toured and um, my bandmate Merlin, he travels during the summertime. So he left as soon as we were done tour, started traveling the country. Uh, And Kendra was started, she was just about to finish school and she wants to be a teacher. So she wanted to focus on that. Mm -hmm. Totally respectable. You know, I completely understand. So I just you know, while all this other hectic stuff was going on, I thought it was free time to record. So I would just bring as many friends as I could through. I'm like, hey, do you want to throw down on this track? Hey, Kendra, I know you're not playing with us anymore, but can you just sing on this one track? I would love to have it. And I even stumbled upon a couple old tracks of all of us playing together from, God, it must have been like 2016. And I'm going to have those on the album too as kind of like bonus tracks, but it'll be good. But yeah, I just had a lot of free time last summer and I I started my own business. uh, So I've been doing that a lot and I've been working with kids and I've still been writing music and playing shows as often as I can, but you know, when when life gives you other opportunities, you got to do what you can with them. Absolutely. Uh, well, I think it's about time for another song. So, um, yeah, what have you got for us? Let me see here. Um, <laughs> on my set list, it says "Make Wonderwall Joke." Uh, I'm not going to do that. Um, this is a song called "Once a Liar," and it's about how I used to be a really, really, really awful person who lied about stuff all the time. And I've tried really hard to be better, and dealing with one of those things was uh, was writing some music. There's something. Like, oops, I'm so sorry. The song. Exactly. I try to be as honest as I can. Sometimes I think I'm more honest in my music than I am with myself, because I'll write about a thing, and I'm like, no, I'm just writing music about some stuff. It's not. It's nothing personal. And then I'm like, this is exactly what I'm dealing with. Uh, anyway. Maybe you should turn your life into like some kind of musical. Oh God. <laughs> maybe maybe a dark the graphic novel. But anyway, this one's a. Uh, Once a Liar.
Probably the first one I was like, oh, I'm really sick. <laughs> it's a hard one for me to play. The, uh, the summer cold getting uh, captured oh, you for it, though. I'm going to just drink a copious amount of tea real quick. So I'll, just, I'll ask questions very soon. Oh, yeah, please. Um, <laughs> one of the things I noticed, um, going back to the graphic design um, element, is uh, you've got a very bold logo. Uh, two assault rifles crossed, one with a guitar head and one with a violin head. Um, I mean, the, the, the symbolism there is, is relatively obvious, but, you know, from the horse's mouth. Well, I, originally when I was putting it together, I just wanted to make something cool, and I, I feel like I always set out to do a thing without really having any real intention, and my deeper intention kind of comes forward as I'm doing it, so I'm like, oh, this doesn't mean anything, and the more I'm looking at it, I'm like, well, this is kind of like, you know, there's so much violence in the world, and, like, really taking that energy and putting it towards something more like music, because I was dealing with a lot of rage when I first started Pissant, and, like, all of that violence and all of that energy, like, using music as a way to get through that, and especially playing music with other people. And originally it was just me and Merlin, so I was like, the guitar, the violin, it'll be perfect. And originally it just started with a circle, and then we added uh, Kindred to the band, and we're like, okay, you play washboard, you play guitar, you play ukulele, how can we find a way to, like, make this all work? 
And she's like, well, I wear flower crowns all the time, so let's put a flower crown on there. And it worked perfectly. <laughs> mm, nice. And I, I, I really think, if anything else, we have a cool logo. I don't know about our music, though. <laughs> uh, well, I would say it's pretty, pretty good. Actually, talking to the music, uh, the music um, you described it as folk punk. Um, so is that folk with swear words? Is that punk without electric? <laughs> um, What's punk, folk punk? When people ask me that, I always tell them the same thing. It's basically just like punk with bluegrass instruments. It's angry, you know, personally charged music, but done with folkier instruments. I don't, for some reason, I don't like playing on an electric guitar nearly as much as I like playing my acoustic instruments. It just it feels warmer and more natural in my hand, but I'm still angry. I'm still really upset and <laughs> I still want to, you know, make that come forward. So oh, I just no. play harder on my acoustic guitar and I feel like it, it comes out in a way that like, oh, I could hit a distortion pedal and people can know how angry I am or I can really show them. Yeah. Um, uh, someone, I think it was even maybe uh, Jake here at Big Heavy World who told me about Elvis Costello. We used to be called um, Stone Hands because he used to play really heavily. Mm. And I break strings all the time, so I, I totally I feel that sentiment. I was going to say, how many, how many strings or how many of your guitars have you gone through? <laughs> A lot. I used to like be really into buying and selling guitars from this flea market I used to live near. And so at one point, I think I had like 17 guitars, and my parents were like, you need to get rid of all of these. <laughs> And I was like, can I just get rid of, like, 12 of them? And they're like, fine. So that's a solid compromise. That's, <laughs> that's like, 70%. Um, we should have started lower. Um, so from the sounds of it, you've been, you've been pretty musically inclined for many years. Uh, how, did, <laughs> how did that whole thing get started? So I picked up a guitar because my friend Paul picked up a guitar. And I was like, I think Paul's going to get more chicks than I can. I think I want to get more chicks. So I started playing guitar and I was like, wow, I'm awful. <laughs> like, I'm not going to get chicks playing guitar. That is by far the most <laughs> classic reason anyone has ever played guitar. Oh, I totally admit it. It was so funny because I just was really jealous. And uh, this person has been in my life for a really long time. And it's funny that I kind of like clinged to music a lot more than they did. Like, I, I did it as a way to kind of like impress them and impress other people around them. And I, I apologize if my tuning is getting in the way of my, my vocals here. But anywho, um, yeah, so I just I just thought it would be cool, and then I was like, "What? Well, this is kind of fun. I really I really like doing this." And I just kept playing, and I, I'll never forget this one moment. My dad came upstairs, and I was like playing something, and he's like, "You know, Jake, for years, you know, your mother and I, we never told you, but you were just absolutely terrible. You were just so bad, <laughs> and now you're really not so bad." And he just walked out, and I was like, "Thanks, oh, yes. Dad." <laughs> like, That's a I, mic drop right there. Yeah, just <laughs> left the room. I was like, "Okay, thanks, Dad." <laughs> I hope he sees this live stream and remembers uh, well, that. Very, very honest from your father as well. So obviously you get, you're getting that from somewhere. Oh uh, yeah, no, I get a lot. I, my, my family was always very open with one another. Mm. All right. So I got another fun song for you. This is the most recent song that I wrote. I'm going to apologize that the majority of the music that I'm playing tonight is going to be really sad. So, but I, I promise you that I'm smiling while I'm playing that music. <laughs> so uh, I don't have a name for this song. I've been calling it Overwhelmed because that's how I felt when I wrote it. But it's a working title. Again, if you have any suggestions, uh, let me know. So. I'll think about it while you're playing. I can hear the sound of my bones crumbling under the weight. I think of myself as at least what gives me the right. 
Like a ship that's lost at sea, trapped down at 20,000 leagues. But I can only blame myself. I'm not even concerned about my own gosh darn health. I think I need some help. But only time will tell I can feel a blackout coming Bringing darkness all around me I can think of nothing but her And being able to get some sleep I will take a little solace Little bit of personal relief But it's so scary out there Out in that big golden world So much that I can't handle Despite everything that's happening in the world But I can only blame myself I'm not even concerned about my own gosh darn health I think I need some help But only time will tell and only time will tell But only time will tell This on there with song number 200 Yeah, yeah, we, we, I honestly have a folder somewhere in a Google Drive that just says piss ant songs and there's like 50 or 60 songs in there and it's completely ridiculous and there's so, so many just like half written or songs we'll never play because we can only play them together so i think that track would well i mean the obvious name for that track is time will tell you think so i mean you, you say I, it i'm, I'm not usually <laughs> uh, i'm not usually i'm not usually as well uh, so unwelcome epiphany unwelcome epiphany so i like fun. that i like that and a lot sound. that's a good one because i don't really like to i'm not one of those people who likes to take a piece of the song unless i say it like over and over again but uh speaking of songs i say the same thing over and over again i'm gonna switch to ukulele oh nice uh, as as a one one person band i i have a have a propensity to try to make myself stand out so i like to play a lot of instruments so uh I only have a couple songs on each one, but it's still fun. Right. Um, so this is, uh, this is my buddy Jake's favorite song. Uh, it's called Richard Trenton Chaser, and it's about a serial killer in Sacramento who used to drink people's blood. And, uh, yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. I promise I'm not insane. <laughs> <laughs> Sure, the 
The drugs and the booze wouldn't help you soothe But they helped you develop the hypochondrial blues Your roommates didn't want to deal with you nude If they only knew the horrible things that you'd do Richard Trenton Chaser Covered in blood running through the desert Why they let you go on the menu today I bet they're sorry that they ever let you go cause now they've got you on death row for the murder and dismemberment of six in tow but you took the coward's way you're so humble Richard Trenton Chaser covered in blood running through why they let you go, I'll never know Vampire of Sacramento Vampire of Sacramento Vampire that rasp Sacramento. was totally unintentional. <laughs> you, I can hear your voice going there. Um, so, out of interest, yeah. what, what drew you towards that story? That's an interesting one. That's about this guy, Richard Trenton Chase. Uh, I believe it was in the 50s or 60s. Anyway, this, this totally wacko dude, They um, he had like a really f- messed up childhood and all this other stuff that would lead one to become a serial killer. Mm-hmm. But my favorite story about his lineage, they just like in this desert in the middle of nowhere, they just found him running around covered in blood, these, like, police officers, and they're like, dude, what's going on? Why are you covered in blood? And he's like, it came from within me. And they're like, okay, where did you come from? And he wouldn't tell them, so they just followed the trail of blood Mm -hmm. back to his truck, which was also covered in blood, and in the back was a bunch of buckets full of organs and other blood, and they're like, oh, my God, we need to bring this guy in. So they bring him in. That was the moment that they thought they should bring him in. Well, no, 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 it gets worse, it gets worse. So they find out that all of it's bovine blood, it's all just cow blood. So they're like, oh, whatever, just let him go. Like, why would you let that guy go? <laughs> this person seriously has a problem. Take him to the hospital. Exactly. Make sure that he's a little okay. If he's running around, he said all of it came from out of him. You know, oh my yeah. goodness. So, yeah, I was like, this is a hilarious enough and ridiculous enough, like, story that I can make a song about it to, like, make light of it. Because mm. I don't want to make light of awful things, but. Well, yeah, we are, we are 70 years past that time now. So I think, I think we're okay in terms of uh, making a little bit of light. Precisely. Of, uh, of that one. Um, so tell me what's coming up next for you. So you said you, you got an album on the way. Mm-hmm. Um, you just wanted to get that mastered. Um, and you're looking to start touring again? I would love to start touring again. I have a ton of touring connections now because I spent a year just booking shows and making friends mm-hmm. and learned how to work the internet machine yes. and got, got a lot of good contacts. So that's been good. And if worse comes to worse, all of my friends know someone else, so mm-hmm. I can just get pointed in the right direction at least. Are um, you planning on doing a full East Coast tour? Or are you planning to just do like a local New England tour? So owning a business um, and having two dogs is mm-hmm. a little bit tough. Uh, 
when you're trying to leave because you have to find someone who can cover both of those things yes. and they're, you know, they're, they're my babies. I don't, you know, it's hard to hand them off to just anyone. So, but I am looking to hire. So if anyone wants to haul waste for a really good wage, look, for, <laughs> look up no waste compost. Sorry, I'm making a lot of plugs by the way. Yes. <laughs> All good. Oh, no waste compost. I think I, I've seen, seen you guys advertise on black market. Yep. Yep. That's me. I'm all over the back, low black market, no the champlain black market, black market. You, I don't actually operate on the black market. Not like, not like an actual shady, shady black market. <laughs> I'm a shady person, but I don't operate on the black market. <laughs> I always thought when I was a kid that that was an actual thing. Mm. You know, I, I could actually go, go Same. to the black market. One I want to check out though. Cause I, 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 would, I, I, I want a machine gun. Where can I get one of them? See, no, when I was a kid, I always imagined it was this flea market I went to because like, it literally, I was like nine and I would go up and they'd be like, hey kid, do you want to buy a knife? And I'd be like, yeah, I want to buy a knife. <laughs> Ooh, whoopsies, dropping my stuff. I got, I got, I got. You know exactly how to sell to children. <laughs> yeah, I remember, and, and it's funny, I used to buy like all sorts of stuff before I was like able to buy it anywhere else just because it was there. I was yeah. like, oh, uh, <laughs> I have a funny story, but I don't think I can tell it on this radio station. <laughs> it doesn't involve any curse words, but it describes a specific object that we found, an antique version of something inappropriate. Oh, I it was yeah. hilarious, though. Something to pretend to give someone splinters. Um, oh, there was one other thing. So influences-wise, um, I, I was listening to you earlier on, and it was really annoying me because I really there's, there's something about your voice and about the tunes that reminded me of something that just came to me in the last couple of songs, and that's brand new. Um, you know, like in I don't like brand new at oh, all. No. It's really funny. I mean, I get, I get a lot of that like post rock, post punk kind mm. of like uh, singer songwriter influence. Uh, but honestly, f- at least for me, the people I feel most influenced by are are people like Neutral Milk Hotel, mm. people like James Taylor. Oh uh, yeah, Neutral Milk Hotel definitely. Yeah, I love, I, I love just like storytelling music. And Neutral Milk Hotel taught me that like great music didn't have to be complicated because I was like a diehard metalhead. I played in hardcore bands. I was shredding all the time. That was all. Mm-hmm. I was like, if music isn't complicated, it's not good music. And when I listened to Neutral Milk Hotel, it was the first time I was like, this music is beautiful and it means so much, but it's so simple. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where I went writing wise. Uh, and then I'm influenced by people all over the folk punk industry, Days and Days, and uh, uh, Matt Plass and um, goodness, I actually wrote a song uh, based on someone I booked a show for. I booked a show for this band, uh, The Hills and the Rivers. They're not really folk punk, but they're just like in that same mm. sphere. And I, I wrote a song recently, kind of like one of their styles. But nice. anyway, speaking of some folkier stuff, I'm gonna play some banjo. Well, um, for, we, we were running out a little bit out of time. Oh, on this that's one. okay. So uh, should we make this one the last one? What, what, what yeah, this will be the last one. Um, so this is a uh, this is a uh, uh, I guess it's still sad, but it's it's played with happy chords at the very least. So we got that going for us. <laughs> One of those songs that sounds really happy, but then when you get deep down into it, it's uh, just as much. That's why I love ska music because it's so upsetting and it's all about all sorts of terrible stuff. But it's it's got horns and happy t- happy <laughs> tunes. Uh, excuse me, my goodness. I always tell my kids I'm like burp or fart as loud as you can, but always say excuse me. <laughs> All right, this is a song called Nuclear Fission. I'm gonna point this this way. So it's actually that direction. There we go. Stop going to local shows. Maybe I'm getting too old, I suppose. Is this a chapter of my life on which I'm ready to close? Heck no is what I'd say, but I just can't get out of bed today. Maybe the dope is starting to erode my will to get up and go. 
And when I had a whole band, I would go pick it up now Thinking of what you say Make my loved ones go away But I can't be trusted To make those right decisions People tell me it ain't that hard But it might as well be nuclear fission Yeah, it might as well be nuclear fission not bad for someone who's pretty sick. <laughs> no, I'm surprised you managed to get this song, to be honest. <sighs> uh, Jake, absolutely wonderful having you on. Uh, do you want to do some last plugs? Oh, thanks so much. I mean, thank, thanks to Big Heavy World. Thanks to Jim and thanks to Jake and on the whole crew. And thanks to you for being a great host. And thanks for everyone listening. I'm super nervous and I'm trying not to let it play over the radio, but I'm doing okay. Yay. <laughs> so this has been a blast and uh, Big Heavy World is great. And... Um, Shout out to anyone using No Waste Compost. I love you. Um, and uh, what about your website as well? If anyone wants to oh, yeah. If you want to listen to my music, everything on my Bandcamp is super old, but pissantmusic.bandcamp.com is where you can find the majority of stuff that's out there. If I would suggest to listen to anything, I would say The Demos is the most complete album with the best songs on it. Please do not listen to Lead Hearts. Someone bought that album for $10, and I wanted to refund them because I was like, I'm not going to let someone pay $10 for my first EP on a pay-what-you-will. Oh, <laughs> It was really sweet, though. Like I appreciated it. find out who it was. Yeah, it was someone we played a gig with that night, and they were just trying to be nice. And I should have told them, I was like, buy this other album, please, so you'll have better music. But just download it anyway. Well, actually, pleasure having you on. Uh, love to see you when you stop gigging again. So, And when you do, come back on, and we'll uh, listen to a few new tracks. Hopefully, I'll bring some other friends along with me next time. But uh, peace out, everybody. All right. uh, this has been WOMMLP out of Burlington, Vermont, 105.9 on the radiator at the Rocket Shop. I've been your host on Proctor. I'll be here next week. Uh, still not sure who we got next week. It's Bob, a mystery. It's a mystery. Tune in, we'll find out together. All right, see ya.